Welcome to the Local Government Bulletin Podcast Series of the Dalla Omar Institute at the University of the Western Cape. Here you can listen to short articles on local government law and policy. We aim to assist practitioners and deepen debates on local governance and service delivery. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Popular applies to the processing of any personal information that a responsible party receives from a data subject. A responsible party would be any entity or natural person that receives information from a data subject. This article was written by Shaham Johnstone, published under Volume 16, Issue 2, in June 2021, with the title, The Download on Personal Information, the Protection of Personal Information Act and Municipalities. In an age of information warfare, identity theft and the mismanagement and commercialization of personal information in the digital world, the right to privacy in the Constitution and the Protection of Personal Information Act 4 of 2013, POPIA, are vital tools that must be used to mitigate the risks that ordinary citizens face when sharing personal information. This article reflects on the questions of whether municipalities, which are often the primary interface between citizens and government, are ready to implement and fulfill requirements of POPIA. And more specifically, it examines the obligations which municipalities now bear to lawfully process personal information. Constitutional Framing of POPIA POPIA gives the effect to the Constitution right to privacy, contained in Section 14 of the Bill of Rights, and ensures that both public and private bodies do not process, which means to collect, use, share, store, or destroy any individual's personal information, unless the processing thereof is permitted by law. The Act applies to all levels of government, so municipalities must adhere to the Act. Furthermore, South Africa is a signatory to a number of international instruments containing privacy protections. This means that there is a broad normative framework which informs how municipalities must approach and strive towards fulfilling this duty to protect the right to privacy. These obligations are, however, not clear-cut. Municipalities, like all organs of state and non-state actors, must strike the right balance between the right to privacy and the right of access to information provided for in Section 32 of the Constitution. The Promotion of Access to Information Act 3 of 2000 PAIA was enacted to give effect to this right and municipalities are thus required to implement both acts harmoniously. What does the POPIA provide and what are the implications for municipalities? The purpose of POPIA, as set out in Section 2 of the Act, is to give effect to the constitutional right to privacy by safeguarding personal information when processed by any responsible party. The responsible party determines the legitimate purpose for processing personal information which is subject to justifiable limitations. The Act further aims to regulate the manner in which personal information may be processed throughout the establishment of minimum threshold conditions that are in line with the international standards. In addition, it provides persons with rights and remedies to protect their personal information from unlawful processing. Lastly, it establishes voluntary and compulsory measures, including the establishment of an information regulator to enforce the provisions of the Act. Papia prescribes eight principles for the proper implementation of the Act. Principle 1 deals with accountability. Municipalities must take responsibility for personal information and compliance with the Act. 
This involves ensuring that both technical and organizational measures, including appropriate policies, procedures, mechanisms, and other initiatives, exist to ensure personal information is protected. Ownership of personal information must reside with individuals at all points of the personal information life cycle, from collection to destruction of personal information. Lastly, municipalities must have evidence of formal, e.g. policies, procedures and reports, and informal processes, e.g. emails, meeting agendas and system logs that are in place for privacy management. Principle 2 involves a processing limitation of personal information. This principle requires that the processing of personal information must be lawful and done in a reasonable manner that does not infringe the privacy rights of the data subject, a person to whom personal information relates. As discussed under Principle 3, the processing of personal information must be limited to a clearly identified objective. For example, the use of personal information by municipalities is permissible to implement credit control and debt collection for services rendered. Further processing of personal information is only permitted if the purpose thereof is justified insofar as it is adequate relevant and non-excessive. There are certain exclusions that apply, for example, if there is a legal obligation mandated in legislation. Principle 3 concerns purpose specification, which describes that the collection of personal information must be for a specific purpose and there must be retention and restriction of records. Thus, municipalities need to be transparent about the reason for collecting personal information and put in place a record thereof. Principle 4 deals with the further processing limitation. Municipalities need to check that if personal information is collected for one purpose, it may be used only for another purpose in limited circumstances. For example, when there is a direct relationship between the primary and secondary purpose when consent is obtained or there is a clear obligation or function set out in law. Principle 5 deals with the quality of information. Municipalities must take reasonable steps to ensure the personal information held is not incorrect or misleading, including, among other things, to ensure that the source and status of personal data is clear, considering whether it is necessary to periodically update information. Principle 6 is about openness, which deals with two aspects. Namely, the documentation and notification to data subjects when collecting personal information. Municipalities will have to check that the documentation of all processing operations under their responsibility is maintained as required in terms of the PAIA. Further, data subjects have the right to access their personal information. Principle 7 requires security safeguards. Municipalities must ensure that appropriate security measures, technical and organizational, are in place to protect personal information. For example, there must be regard for the generally accepted information security practices, e.g. ISO 27001, which is widely known for providing the requirements for an information security management system. Reasonable measures must be taken to identify internal and external risks, establish and maintain safeguards against identified risks that require control to be in place, and regularly verify if safeguards are effective and continuously update them to respond to new risks. Principle 8 on data subject participation concerns an individual right to confirm if their personal information is held by a municipality. They may request this information free of charge. A record must be maintained detailing the historical information as to whom the personal information was disclosed. Furthermore, erroneous personal information must be corrected. 
This principle requires that municipalities review their PIA standard operating procedures to include the new PAPIA rights afforded to data subjects. Particular consideration must be given to the right to object to the processing and updating of personal information. The above-mentioned principles demand municipalities to take action in several aspects. For instance, they must carry out a personal information impact assessment to establish whether adequate internal measures and systems are in place to ensure the lawful processing of personal information. Municipalities need to develop a popular policy manual that sets out how the municipality intends to use, store, process and share personal information. Moreover, internal awareness sessions should be held with all the different departments within the municipality to ensure that all officials are fully aware of the requirements of PAPIA. In addition, municipalities must use effective security and access controls on all staff devices. For instance, they should install data encryption authentication measures as well as provide for effective antivirus and anti-malware software. Lastly, municipalities need to implement internal auditing and reporting solutions as it pertains to personal information. The looming deadline and consequences for non-compliance. The looming date of 21 July 2021 signifies when all municipalities will have no option but to be fully compliant with POPIA. They need to establish the correct governance structures to give effect to the Act and its objectives. The latter serves to avoid data sensitivity breaches and to prevent incurring penalties in terms of the Act. The penalties are significant and include administrative fines which may not exceed 10 million rands or imprisonment for a period not exceeding 10 years. Given the severity of non-compliance, it is crucial to consider the obstacles that municipalities still need to overcome. Implementing POPIA There are several challenges that are likely to confront municipalities in the implementation of POPIA. The discussion in this section is limited to the lack of appropriate infrastructure and organizational incapacity in many municipalities. There are evident weaknesses in the implementation and governance of information technology in South African municipalities. Many local authorities are still lagging behind on information communications technology infrastructure, particularly in smaller municipalities that are still largely reliant on paper-based processes. Constraining bureaucratic processes, limited technical skills, and limited IT knowledge at political levels present additional challenges. If one takes this into consideration, it is difficult to comprehend how municipalities will be able to successfully implement sound electronic management systems that support optimal compliance and efficiency. The infrastructure divide is likely going to be a major constraining factor. Infrastructure tends to be inferior in rural municipalities compared to metropolitan municipalities and other high-capacity urban municipalities. In addition, enormous amounts of sensitive personal data are held by municipalities, which makes it a difficult task for municipalities to collect, catalogue, digitise and safeguard vast amounts of data. The implementation of POPIA will strain municipal resources since municipalities must now ensure that the sensitive personal data is lawfully processed. This means that consent must be obtained and privacy conditions need to be embedded throughout the municipal processes. POPIA also requires the verification of the quality of personal information as a condition to lawfully processing personal information. At a strategic planning level, this means that administrators must rely on the quality of information to inform the political leadership on the best possible solutions for service delivery outcomes. However, across municipalities, there is a challenge in respect of the quality of data available, including inconsistencies in the data held across different departments. 
The fact that municipal departments often work in silos aggravates this problem. As such, it is essential that there is integration and data sharing while at all times complying with POPIA requirements. Conclusion While POPIA is a necessary and vital tool to protect personal information in the age that we live in, there are many challenges which lay ahead in implementation. A change management process is required for good personal information governance to be facilitated in municipalities, which not only targets the understanding of municipal functionaries, but also facilitates an appreciation of the objectives of the Act rather than merely focusing on IT systems to meet the compliance standards set out in POPIA. The problem, however, is that many officials working within municipalities lack the required skills and are not professionally qualified to carry out this function. As a result, municipalities lack essential human and financial resources to properly implement POPIA. In terms of the intergovernmental framework for support which exists, this places a duty on the national and provincial governments to capacitate municipalities. In practice, this may include training on the legal implications of the Act as well as support with IT governance and ICT tools. While the task seems daunting and will certainly extend beyond the July 2021 cutoff date, if incremental steps are taken to achieve these goals, the implementation of POPIA will be institutionalized and inculcated in the governance culture of municipalities. Thanks for listening. If you found it useful, please share this podcast via your social media. The Local Government Bulletin is supported by the Hansaidel Foundation and the Bavarian State Chancellery. We are proud to contribute to the debate on local governance and service delivery. This podcast was produced by Lukaniso Matebese.